Welcome to the U.S. Fire Journal Podcast. We offer views and opinions on the fire service around the world with no topic too tough to handle. Visit us at usfirejournal.com for all your fire service information. Now, here's your host, Jay. Good morning and welcome into the podcast. Today is January the 13th. It is 2022. And as the man said, I am Jay. Lots to talk about today. Um, I want to start off with uh, with an email that I received from a firefighter who uh, had an interesting conversation with uh, a chief level officer at this department. They just purchased a couple of new, uh, brand new ladder trucks uh, within the last oh, three months, I guess. And, or at least they put them in the service in the last three months. And what happened is is that they are very proud of these uh, aerial devices, very proud of, of having uh, a couple of truck companies. And let's face it, you should be proud because it's a great gig if you get to be on an aerial. So anyway, they're very proud of them. So proud of them, in fact, that, uh, yeah, they don't want to train on them. Because after all, uh, this particular city invested a lot of money in those ladder trucks, and you just don't want to go out and use them. And if you're like me, you're a bit stunned. You spend a million uh, on one ladder truck. You spend another million on another ladder truck. And you're doing it because you want to get proficient. But... You can't train on it because you don't want to raise and lower the ladders. Because after all, it causes wear and tear. Let me offer up something. When you purchase things like ladder trucks, engine companies, uh, rescue, whatever the case may be, a hazardous material vehicle, I don't care what it is. These things are engineered and built to run. You pay for them not to have a parade piece. No. You don't pay a million bucks for a parade piece. You don't pay a million bucks for a vehicle and then decide, yeah, you know, it's a great vehicle. It's got all the bells and whistles. This thing's really going to help us, but we can't take it out because we don't want it to go bad. It's not a dozen of eggs. You know, it's not bacon. This is ladder trucks. These things are built to be utilized. Even if we forget for a moment that you can't get proficient with anything without doing it, that repetition is what creates not excellence, but competence. Reps create confidence. You look at any sport, any sport, What's the most important thing? Repetition. If it's hockey, you got to shoot the puck in order to get good at shooting the puck. The same goes in football. The same goes in business. The same goes in flying. I don't care what it is. You do not get proficient by not doing it. This is, to me, 
uh, wholly unreasonable and absolutely maddening. Are you serious? That's like saying, you know what, our company is going to buy a plane, but we're not going to fly it. We're afraid that it might get old. Here's a news flash: When you buy a piece of equipment, it's getting old the second you bought it. The second it was built, it's getting old. Here's another thing that a lot of people don't understand. When it comes to aerial devices, when it comes to to high-end equipment like that, you better run it. You better. Something sitting is worse than running it constantly. You know, and and here's the thing, and and I wrote back, and I'm saying it now, but I wrote back. He and he and fellow firefighters, company officers, and I guess some uh, uh, some battalion chiefs as well. They're outraged by it, and it, it will get changed. It, it'll get changed here very shortly. Um, I, I wrote a letter, and and you know I'm going to help as much as I can. But the bottom line is this: this will get changed, and you'll be able to go out and train with your equipment. Um, the taxpayers do not foot the bill for something only to see it not utilized. When do people start wrapping their heads around that? If you're going to purchase something and then say, well, we can't, you know, we, we don't want it to go bad. Then why'd you purchase it in the first place? I'll, I'll tell you why. A lot of people purchase it just for ISO. A lot of people do that kind of stuff. They'll, you know, no, we're going we're gonna to move this vehicle there and we're going to run this vehicle out of that station. And you're like, well, why? Because it doesn't make any, you know, it doesn't make any sense. You're not doing this. You're not, you're losing coverage over here. Well, because ISO, it's not the right move there. But to buy a piece of equipment, two large pieces, we're not talking about a saw. You know, we're not talking, you should never let any, you shouldn't buy equipment, just let it sit around. That's poor leadership, poor management, poor whatever you want to call it. But are you serious? You're going to buy aerial devices because your department needs them, but you can't train on them? Just absolutely asinine. It is, it, it, you know, these are the type of people that, the people who make that type of decision, the type, type of people that go look for camouflage pants and can't find any. Now think about that and then you'll laugh. You know, these are the people that give aspirin a headache. These are the people that, you know, it's it's absolutely, it just boggles the mind. And look, here's the thing about truck companies. I hear people, right? I hear people who have absolutely no fire sense whatsoever. Zero. And some of them will have 20 years on the job. Oh, wow, gosh, we would never use a ladder truck. You're not going to, I'm not putting my guys up in the air. You don't have firefighters, brother. Sorry, you don't. Now, if your department doesn't need one, that's fine. But don't say that, you know, well, that's a ladder truck. I'm not forcing my guys to get up on a ladder. Then you're in the wrong profession. Period. Wrong profession, bro. You don't get to choose that. I hate when I hear that. It drives me nuts. People say it over and over. Um, People like that shouldn't be on the job. But even more so this, you buy a ladder truck, take it out, train on it, train, train, train. 
educate yourself about all aspects of truck company operations, then utilize it. That's the other thing. Don't complain about the price if it's just sitting there. You want to complain about the price? Fine, do it. But make sure you're at least training on it and using it before you complain about the price. Otherwise, you know, let's face it. Um, that department needs new leadership. It does. If that's the thought process. And I don't believe that's the thought process throughout the, the hierarchy of a, of a command staff. I just don't. I think that, that is, uh, that's probably someone who can't get out of their own way. So that had me fired up. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to talk about that this morning. Here's another thing. Let's transition to a different topic, just as maddening. I want to talk about something that, that is starting to sort of pick up steam, uh, and, and it's an absolutely false idea. It's 100% false, and that's this. The brutal truth is there's no shortage of firefighter applicants. Zero shortage. Not true. False. Absolutely false undeniably false, demonstrably false. There is no shortage of firefighter applicants. Here is the rub. What is your department offering people who want to become firefighters? Now we get into the crux of the matter. Now we start, you know, now we're in the marrow. Now we're deep. You see... There are more people who want to be firefighters than ever before. Firefighting, it's an honorable profession. It's an honorable uh, volunteer, uh, a chance to volunteer. It is. It is honorable, period. Believe it or not, there are large numbers of people out there who would love to be able to step foot on a piece of fire apparatus and, and go to work. Tons. But here's the other painful truth. It's not always that people will want a particular job with a particular department. And sometimes it has nothing to do with the department as much as it may have to do with political leadership. So let's talk about this for a second. You want to be a firefighter, right? Let's use somebody else. Joe wants to be a firefighter. And Joe says, well, let me look at what, what, what's going on in my area. And there are four out of the six fire departments right in his area are hiring. Well, what does Joe do? Joe goes, you know, um, I want it to be a good job. You know, I do. I want it to be a place that has uh, uh, good to great leadership. I want it to be a place, you know what, I, I'd like to learn to be a firefighter, so I actually want them to be able to run calls, get fires occasionally, that kind of thing. Uh, let's see. I wonder what their health plan is like. Oh, I wonder what they're paying. Huh. So Joe looks at all the departments. He may even say, yeah, I'm going to apply to, say... I don't know. I'm going to apply to three of them. Some people will apply to all, and that's fine. And so he lists 
the three departments in order uh, that, that, you know, he wants to join. And wouldn't you know it, number one is the one that offers good leadership, leadership that cares, a city, county, district, whatever, that understands that the uh, firefighters are important, important, period. So they get treated well. Um, when they need time off, they can get time off. Uh, you know what? The pay is good. It's competitive with everybody else. So that means there are people who are looking out for firefighters on the back end. Oh, let's see. Are they running the calls? Okay. Um, are they using people? Because if they're using people, I'm going to cross that one out. What do I mean by using people? Do you drain them? of every ounce of life because a department, a city, a county, a town is unwilling to change anything? Do you have really poor political leadership, which means that there's always going to be a problem. As soon as this problem is solved, the next one is right in your face. Every place has problems, every department. I mean, that's just the way it is. But how often do they result or do they result in huge problems? You know, a pebble's a pebble. Everybody's got them. But not everybody has the boulder problems. And I don't mean boulder, Colorado. I mean a giant rock or boulder. Not everyone has that. And if you do have one, if you finally break that one down into manageable pieces, is there another one right behind it? Or you know what? Do we get some breathing room here? Well, these things are important to people. And let's not forget this. Now, more than ever, people are willing to move to get firefighting jobs. They will move across country. They'll certainly move within state. They'll go just about anywhere to get a good job. I know people who've done it. I know a lot of people who've done it. And it's the way it works. So, there is zero shortage of firefighter applicants if you offer them something other than you should be happy to just show up and wear our uniform. That's not good enough for most people. It might be good enough for a few. It could be. But it is not good enough for most people. You have to make it attractive or otherwise people are going to look at you and go, no, I can go somewhere else, somewhere that cares, somewhere that has leadership that does listen. Look, if you're looking for perfect leaders, keep looking. That's never going to happen. Great leaders understand that they are not perfect. Great leaders understand that things change. But you know what? If they will listen to you. Now, listening is different than accepting everything you say. You can't ask much more than somebody looking you in the eye and saying, tell me what you think. You tell them what you think, then they are responsible for making those decisions. But you got to have that kind of confidence in order for it to be successful. And look, the bottom line is when I see leaders saying, yeah, you know what? We just don't have people who apply. My guess is there's not much to offer. There just isn't. Sorry. And 
it always uh, boggles my mind when when people get on radio or television podcasts uh, in print when they say yeah you know what we we just there's not a lot of people out there that want this job that's absolutely not true it is there may not be people who want your job who want the job you're offering but never say that there are fire that oh, yeah, we have a shortage of firefighter applicants people just don't want to do it no, not true. I promise you, right now, if you gave me seven days, I can get 50 applicants for a department, if your department is a quality department. But it has to be quality. People aren't just going to jump into a, You don't jump into a boat with holes in it. You just don't do it. You're starting out in a fire service or you're looking to move... No veteran firefighter, none are going to look around and go, you know what? That's a crap department. That's where I want to be. This just doesn't happen. Departments have to offer something. That's the key. They have to offer something. Look, people say, well, look at the military. I mean, no, still not true. No. Look, you can be in one of four branches in the United States military, and then you also have the U.S. Coast Guard. Um all of them offer something different. All of them have their own strengths and they have their weaknesses. Every branch. And one of the things that you have to remember is that they appeal to different types of applicants. You like marching? You do? Come join the army. You know? Uh, the... They offer different things. That's just the way it is. Fire departments will offer the same basic job function. But let's face it, each department offers its own city, its town. When you're offering a job, you're offering up city, town, county, state leadership. You offer up all of those things. And if people are rejecting you, if people say, you know what? We, we had this up for two weeks and got three applicants, and that's it. Either the job isn't paying enough, it's not attractive enough, or where people or it's not a place people want to work at. It's just the way it is. But don't say there's a shortage of applicants. What you say when a politician says, yeah, there's, you know, there's a shortage of firefighter applicants, what they're really saying is we can't get anybody who's a big enough sucker to come work with us. Ultimately, that's what it is. Um, and look, this is, a, this is a harsh truth. People don't like it tough. This is a harsh truth. You've got to pay competitive wages. Like it or not, you have to. I can't get, uh, let's use another guy's name. Let's use, uh, well, let's go back to old Joe. Old Joe wants a job. He does. Maybe he wants to switch fire departments. Maybe he's in one of those crappy fire departments, and he says, you know what, I need to switch job. Let's say Joe's got four offers, and all of them are pretty competitive in all things, but one of them offers a very competitive wage and good leadership. Now what do you do? I know what I would do, and I'd hazard to say I know what 80 90% of you would do. You'd tell Joe, hey, you know what, let's go with the one that offers the competitive wage, and good leadership. 
Here's the thing. In a fire department, you're going to spend 20 to 30, maybe even a little more uh, years in it. What's the, I mean, what are you looking for? Think about that for a second. You know, are you looking for a place that is going to be a challenge to show up to work every day? You know, I mean, are you? Are you going to try to find a place that has good people, good leadership? It's moving forward. The leaders are trying. You know, oftentimes leadership is not the art of always succeeding. Sometimes it's the art of failing a little bit less than others. That's the reality of leadership. That's why I tell all these young guys, I, you talk to young guys, man, what all of them want to be? They want to be a chief. And it's like, well, good, man. I'm, I'm happy for you. I am. But I hear too many say, man, they've, they got it lit, don't they? Not necessarily. Uh, you go to budget meetings for a while. You ever been to a budget meeting? I have. You ever been where you've had to submit a budget? I have. Have you ever been in a place where it is a struggle to get anything done? I have. Welcome to chiefing, right? Being a chief is a, is it, it's a, you know, it's a great thing. It can be a great thing. It can also be the worst thing that's ever happened in your life. We all go back to what is a city, a town, a county, or a state offering beside just money. The money's important, God. 100% money's important. No question. Money is important. Equally important is your environment in which you work. It's important for your mental health. It's important, not just at work, too. Let, let's think about this. If you have a place that cares about you, it's easier for you to say, well, you know what? When I go home, I don't have to think about this stuff. I can focus on my family. That's important. When you're struggling, when you get off work and you've had just a horrible shift because all everything's wrong, look, we're human beings. That comes out at home. Our children notice it. Our families, our wives, our husbands, our significant others, um, it, it comes out in ways that, that you just can't hide. You think you're hiding it, but you're not. It's legitimately right there in front of you. I know guys who hate what they do. I do. I know them. Some of them hate what they do, and they would hate what they do if they were in a great situation. And I know some who do. They're in a good situation. They just don't know it. And I got to tell you, they drag you down because they're miserable. Because the world doesn't conform to what they want it to be. And you know what? They're so egotistical that they think it should. It's tough talking to people like that. And if you're a friend of somebody like that, and I'm talking about a loyal friend, if you're the type of person who's loyal to your friends, you listen I'm one of those people, I am loyal to my friends, but my friends are doing something stupid. I'm going to scream it. I mean, I am. I'm going to tell them. You know, and so when you're around people who are miserable, it kind of rubs off, doesn't it? That's the way it is. You know, a lot of my friends, I don't know how many of you know uh, the grumpy cat, I think it was called. Some of my friends, that's that's what they think of when they when they think of me. Um they're like, dude, you, you know, and another another one is uh, that dog that, that just looks like if you walk, come near him, that, that he's going to bite you and chew you up. 
Um, yeah, that's another one. I had uh, when I was in the military. I had a guy. He used to draw pictures of everybody as animals, and uh, everybody got a kick out of mine because it was a uh, it was a lone wolf uh, who looked m- just angry, just the angriest looking wolf. And uh, when they showed mine up at one of the crew gatherings, you know, everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah," and I'm like, "Really?" Um, uh, because I'm not always like that. I certainly may appear that way, but you can't help your appearance, right? I mean, I am who I am. But uh, no, and we had one guy, though, and uh, it was the funniest one of all. And uh, so they did a bunch of them, you know, and we got down to this guy. We were kind of we waiting for this one guy, right? Because we knew this picture. Uh, we knew it was going to be good. Um, but it showed him as a weasel. And the whiny weasel. And that was this dude. And everybody cracked up except him. He actually got angry, which is in keeping with his character. Most of us, we laughed. I mean, I did. I was like, good grief, you know, that, that's pretty, pretty spot on. But, you know, when you're around miserable people, uh, you expect them to, to spout off miserable things. It's the way it works. So, back to our subject. The brutal truth there's no shortage of firefighter applicants or firefighters. It's all on the people doing the hiring. Money, confidence in leadership. Health care is a huge thing. Make no mistake. Some people, that's number one. It is, understandably. Um, you know, is, is a city, town, or county, are they moving forward? You can tell that a lot. Or, you know, is there confidence in, in growth? Um, all of those things are important. They all are important. So there's no shortage of firefighter applicants. Yet, a politician claims there is. I've been talking about uh, a fire department, an EMA agency that's just east of Nashville, um, uh, Wilson County, Tennessee, and uh, just a lot of great people. Uh, They are uh, a lot of great people. Uh, both in in that department and in the neighboring departments as well. Um, But uh, I guess the county mayor of of Wilson County um, uh, said in an an interview that, uh, you know, there's a shortage of firefighter applicants. It just so happens that the uh, fire department there, the EMA agency, our emergency management agency. Um, they're in the news because of a labor shortage. Imagine that. They are not competitive with neighboring departments. This department's a little bit different, and I should have said this the other day. Um, a lot of departments have a divi- have two divisions, a division of EMS, division of fire. They come under the fire chief. Um, not a bad way to go. This agency doesn't do that. They... It's all one, and you have to be uh, at least, I think, an advanced EMT. And you alternate between ambulance and and fire apparatus, and their staffing is two on an engine and and then two on a a bus or uh, EMS unit. And I guess uh, the only way you're not bouncing from one to the other is if you make uh, lieutenant or captain. 
Um, I don't believe they ever end up on an ambulance, um, but I'm not a thousand percent sure, eh, almost. But um, so it's a little bit different. You go to become a firefighter there, and a lot of people want to be firefighters. Um, there's a smaller group of people who want to do EMS. It's a smaller group. It's just the way it is. Look, there's a lot of training involved. Um, EMS, in my opinion, has always been a job for young people. Now, that's not to say that there aren't people who do 25 or 30 years in EMS, because there are. Very dedicated, typically uh, very dedicated people who can do that long in EMS. Because let's face it, EMS, it burns people out rapidly. Dealing one-on-one with patients, getting in and out of an ambulance. um, You know, and many of us, uh, I know me, when we used to run at the departments I was on, we'd run first responder. I remember the old uh, uh, stretchers. You know, there was no there was no power to them. The power was was the firefighter at the foot and the one at the head. I'm, that was the power. Um, so yeah, you were constantly kneeling, lifting, and then you have to deal with people, sick people, people who don't feel well, people who are having all kinds of emotional and physical issues. It burns people out. It's just the reality of it. And there are people who are very dedicated to EMS. And you know what? I'm thankful we have them. I am very thankful. But it, it, it does. It takes a toll on the body. And so I know there are people who would love to go work for this particular agency, and many like it, um, because they want to be firefighters. They just don't want to ride on an ambulance. And there's no shame in that game. None whatsoever. There's no shame in saying... I don't mind going on EMS calls. I don't mind being a first responder. I'll drive the bus. I'll help any way I can, any way I can. But I don't want to have to ride in an ambulance all the time. I don't blame people who want to do that any more than I blame anyone who says, I don't ever want to step foot on a fire truck. I'd rather be on a on an EMS unit. That's great. I'm happy for both kinds. And let's face it, I'm happy for the ones who will do it, do either or do both. That's the thing. Not all things appeal to all people. It's one of the reasons why the public safety uh, plans that some departments use, where you're fire, you're, you're, uh, you're an EMT, and you're law enforcement. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it at all. I believe that in your chosen profession, the overwhelming majority of people can learn one or the other and be absolutely proficient at one. Very few people are very proficient at both, and it shows. The bottom line is, for most applicants, they want to do one or the other. It's rare that you get some that want to do both and will be proficient in both. At any rate, in Wilson County, that's how it works. So when the county there, then I believe they're doing some type of pay study. When you're doing a pay study, you're not just doing one for fire. You also have to make it competitive with EMS agencies nearby. So it's a double whammy. And for the people who are very dedicated to this and love doing both, 
you have to pay them. You do. Um, and as I said, pay's not everything. But for most people, that's where it starts. And I know people there. I'm not talking about a place that, that I don't know anyone at. I mean, I actually know people in this place. And I know they have good employees. They do. They have some quality people. And they have also lost a lot of quality. They have. And, you know, when you look at this neighboring area, and let me talk a little bit about it. Within this county, you have a couple of cities, um, uh, Lebanon Fire, uh, Mount Juliet Fire. And uh, I believe there's another town, uh, uh, Watertown, I believe, is another one. I'm not 100% sure on, on what what they are. I believe that's a volunteer department. Uh, Mount Juliet and Lebanon both are paid departments. Uh, Lebanon Fire Department has been around a long time. Um, they have been, <laughs> they've been around a very long time. I believe they operate out of four stations. Um, and I know some firefighters there. And uh, I got to tell you, um, they seem to be a good department. Uh, um, uh, so that's a com- that's a competitor to Wilson County, and that's right in their county. Mount Juliet Fire Department, who, by the way, is hiring. Um, I just saw where they're hiring uh, more firefighters there. And, and that goes back to the there are no firefighter applicants. I believe uh, Mount Juliet had just got finished hiring people. So there are applicants. Again, it goes back to what can you offer? Mount Julia is a relatively new fire department in the grand scheme of things. Uh, for those of us who were on departments that were founded in the 1800s, uh, Mount Juliet's new. Um, but they operate out of two stations, and their third one's supposed to open, I think, in the middle of this year at some point, if you know how construction is, but uh, especially right now. But it appears as though they're going to add their third station, uh, fully paid department, um, and... Uh, not too long ago, uh, they received a, a significant pay raise, uh, which which they deserved. Um, and, you know, it's all about uh, understanding that if you want to retain people, you, you have to offer. They do, or they did, and they do. And as I said, they're, they're hiring again. And I'm sure, too, I, you, you have to think, with a new station coming, that's got to be what, 15, 18 positions, whatever it might be. Um, so they'll be hiring here within this year. So, so Wilson County does. They have competitors right there, but those aren't their only competitors. It, the further west you go, now you're into Nashville uh, uh, Metro. Uh, Nashville Fire Department um, operates out of 30-plus stations. Um, it is a Metro Fire Department it's a busy fire department, and they also, they have a division of EMS and a division of fire. And the way they operate, uh, a lot of people want to go to Nashville. They do. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet with leadership there. Um, I know quite a few guys there. In fact, um, uh, let me see, Saturday, I think. Yeah, I think it's Saturday. I'm, I'm going to lunch with a couple guys. Um, but... Uh, they also hire. Um, they offer competitive wages. And being a Metro Fire Department, they also offer a lot of activity. Fires, EMS, rescues. Um, it is a busy department with uh, with a lot going for it. 
some people don't like bigger departments. You know, they don't. That's fine. But a lot of people do. Nashville offers that in this area. Then south of, of Wilson County, you have uh, uh, the Murfreesboro Fire Department, a well-thought-of fire department. Uh, north of it, you have uh, Hendersonville and, and, and Gallatin, which is in a different county, Sumner County, I believe. Uh, so there's good departments all around. And Wilson County is a place that people also want to work. But again, we go back to old Joe. If you're applying to different departments in the area, what are you looking for? Most people are looking for salary. After that or before that, even health care. Leadership in, at, at the political level. Um, and I can tell you when, uh, when the mayor, when the county mayor said that there's a shortage of firefighter applicants, uh, this old boy right here that does his podcast, I heard a lot about that from a lot of places. They're like, what? What are they talking about? We have plenty of applicants. So um, this is not an indictment. Of, of Wilson County, it is an indictment of the idea that, you know, because you're not competitive, you know, you are expecting tons of people to apply for jobs where you're not offering them competitive wages. That's an issue. And unfortunately, um, you know, uh, <laughs> I believe a pay study is being done, um, but the pay study has to be done appropriately because Wilson County is different. So you have to be competitive with firefighter wages, but you also have to be competitive with EMS wages because they do both. And if you go to work there, you're, you, you might be on an engine sometimes, but typically I think the people on the engines there, the firefighters on the engines there, they, they have to be drivers. If you're just a, tailboard firefighter what we would call tailboard firefighter because they only ride two to an engine then if you're a tailboard firefighter you're not on the tailboard you're not the the places around it lebanon mount juliet the places right in the county there yeah the firefighters um well at least in most cases they're on the back of the rig um so you know it it if you're always going on EMS calls, I guess is what I'm, I'm saying. And a lot of people just don't want to do that. Um, so, you know, that, that's a discussion for another day. What I will say is this. Um, they, have great, they have great employees. They do. I, I know a number of them. Um, I, uh, I've been out to eat with many. I've, you know, gone out for some tasty beverages in the past all kinds of things, and, and it, it's just quality people. They want what everybody else wants. Everybody else wants the same thing. Everybody wants the same thing. They want to feel like that people care about them. They want to be able to provide competitive or to receive competitive wages for the job they do, for the jobs they do. And ultimately, at the end of the day, they want a place that that has a, the good leadership. And good leadership is political. Good leadership is departmental or division or whatever, agency. And then, you know, good leadership is on the rigs. Everybody wants that. It's the way it goes. 
also saw something else with respect to this. It's absolutely nothing to do with, with uh, Wilson County or any other department. But I, I did see that the news was talking about uh, the shortage of firefighters there in Wilson County. And, and they actually showed a Mount Juliet fire station, um, which, to further explain this, Mount Juliet and, uh, and Wilson County, they do uh, share a couple of stations. They have one uh, I believe Mount Juliet Station One has a has a, a WEMA medical unit in it, and uh, Mount Juliet Station Three has a WEMA medical unit and a Wilson County uh, fire truck in it, and so it's sort of a shared deal. I believe Mount Juliet owns a station, and then you know they Mount Juliet has their uh, they have uh, uh, their little their rescue rescue three. They have their uh, squad uh, full size squad engine. Um, they have a brush truck in there, and then Wema has a, or not a brush truck. No, they don't have a brush. No, Mount Juliet doesn't. Wema has a brush truck in that station. And so, uh, you know, when here's the thing about the media, and and to me, this is this is a bit of lazy reporting. Um, when when you're trying to talk about an agency that that is is. Uh, closing stations and and wilson county has done that they have closed several stations uh, because they don't have people to man them again uh political leadership there who provides the money so that you can be competitive but when you show a station that's in a in a particular city and it that city uh fire department has a presence there um the media really needs to 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 be responsible and say, you know what, um, you know, this is only happening at this Wilson County, in Wilson County, at, at their stations. It, it's, it hasn't happened. They've not shut down anything in Mount Juliet, and neither has Mount Juliet. And I'm sure probably Mount Juliet has probably gotten some contact from citizens saying, hey, why is, why is our station shut down? Their stations are not shut down at all. Um, they're fully staffed. And that's always challenging in the COVID environment, but they are. They're fully staffed, their stations. And so, you know, you wish the media would say, okay, you know what, where is this happening? Let's find the stations where they've actually been shut down and go show that particular station. Instead, maybe they don't want to drive that far. Um, they go to the closest station and, and they film from there, and it gives the appearance that the that station and the, the Mount Juliet station is also shut down. Nothing could be further from the truth. That's not the case. So, you know, let, let's uh, just want to put that out there. In addition, um, if you're interested in, in being employed in, in this particular area of the country, Middle Tennessee, I, I can tell you from experience, um, it's, it's a great place to live. Um, you're right there at Nashville, which if... If you think, and if you're like me, you know, five years ago, I thought of Nashville as the Nashville that I visited in the 80s, and it is nothing like that, either for worse or for better, however you want to look at it. Nashville is, in a word, booming. It is, oh, if you can't find something to do in Nashville, there's nothing you want to do. The NFL is here, been here for a while, the Tennessee Titans. The NHL is here, National Hockey League, Nashville Predators. You talk about an awesome experience, awesome. You have uh, the Nashville Sounds, AAA Baseball. 
Um, you also now have, uh, if, if it's your thing, you have a soccer team here, a, a professional soccer team that now has the largest soccer-only stadium in North America. So the only thing that's done there is soccer. Um, and they've just built that. I guess the team's about a year old or so. Um, and that's, that's just sports. All right, and there's tons of universities uh, with great athletics. I mean, Vanderbilt's here, but if which is good in baseball, not good in much else in sports. Uh, but you have Middle Tennessee. There's just lots of things to do in this area. Um, not to mention that the places you can live around here, there are a lot of great places to live in the in this in that area. So, if you if you're thinking about being a firefighter, if you want to be a firefighter, great places. Uh, to come live and work again uh, Mount Juliet Fire Department uh, if you just type in you can type in Mount Juliet Fire Department Tennessee or you can type in FDMJ into a browser um, and that'll bring you to them and, and you can get all the information um, about being a firefighter here also if you're interested in Nashville Fire Department um, that's easy enough. Type in Nashville Fire Department, and they will uh, let you know when their next class and all that is. Uh, Lebanon Fire Department, and it's Lebanon up here. You say Lebanon. Lebanon Fire Department, uh, they're hiring. When they hire, it's always posted. Uh, Murfreesboro, um, that uh, that's easy enough to look up. Um, you know, there are a lot of good departments around here. Hendersonville, uh, just make sure it's not Hendersonville, North Carolina. It's actually Hendersonville, Tennessee. A lot of good departments in the area. Um, people who who are looking to, to hire quality people. And if you're interested in Wilson County, they will be hiring. In fact, I, I'm pretty sure they're hiring right now. Um, you got to think things will change. Um, they're going to get a pay raise at some point. Um, you would think within the next six months it's got to happen. Um, and you know, um, if you look at things as, you know, things can get better then certainly uh, now there, if you want to look them up, you can look, uh, uh, WEMA, W E M A, um, or Wilson County, Tennessee, and you can put in fire EMS on the end of that on your search. You can, you can get to them as well, but lots of good departments around here and, and, uh, um, uh, you know, have at it. They're looking for applicants. Um, there are plenty out there. Most of them, uh, most of these departments, uh, they they get uh, they get good applicants, um, and it will be a competitive process for some of these departments. Uh, very competitive because a lot of people want to work at them. But if you're like me, you're a competitive person. Have at it. That'll do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, stay safe.